Welcome to the Novel Universe with your hostesses, Ashley and Dawn. We rate and review the newest and most buzzworthy books. We are true book club girls who don't always agree, but do enjoy a good book discussion. I'm Ashley, the fantasy architect. And I'm Dawn, the criticizer of books. Grab your favorite beverage and come and enjoy our universe. Welcome back to the Novel Universe with your hosts Dawn and Ashley. And today we have our first collaboration with the Book Life podcast with Abby and Mo. And we're very excited that they are joining us today to talk about Hall of Smoke. So why don't you guys tell us a little bit about your podcast? Go ahead, Mo. <laughs> okay, you want me to go. Excellent. Um, our podcast is pretty much whatever Mo and Abby feel like reading and collaborating on. It's fantasy and sci-fi heavy with book reviews where we the first half is spoiler free and the second half we get deep into the nitty-gritty of it and then there's also of course our random episodes that we do because we like playing book games and talking and making lists as well cool awesome. all right book game not excited is it like a like like, like do you get a prize like what, what do you get with these book games here uh <laughs> why don't we do prizes I don't know. Why don't we do prizes? Uh, No, no, Abby's super creative, and she's like, let's do this game called the Five Finger Game, where you talk about things that Abby should explain, because I don't remember what the game is. (laughs) The Five Finger Challenge. It was going around Instagram for a while, so you do, like, a book for each one of your fingers. There's, like, a book you give a thumbs up to, a book you give the middle finger to, and all that kind of thing. Oh, cool. Yeah. I am all for that. Yeah, we should have to do that. On our middle finger, Don. I know. <laughs> yeah. And there was also the, um, gosh, what was it? Enemy, no, roommate, enemy lover? No, kill? <laughs> um, kiss, Mary wow. kill. Enemy roommate, <laughs> lover. <laughs> also fun. That's amazing. <laughs> wow, we're going to have to do one of those, Don. Yeah, we're going to have to do one of those. Yeah, we're not we're not fun. We just are talking about books. We used to we used to do tags and then we stopped. I don't know what happened. <laughs> All right, so you guys can go and follow the Book Life podcast. And after you listen to this first, then go follow them and follow us too if you enjoy what you hear. But for right now, we're gonna get right into Hall of Smoke. I've forgotten. Do we do our review first, or we do the? Yeah, this is typical. This is a classic dawn. We do the we do the rating first and then the review and then the description. I've already forgotten. We do the review and then our rating. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, do you guys want to do the book synopsis for us real quick? Sure thing. Okay. An epic fantasy featuring a warrior priestess and fickle gods at war. Hessa is an Inagi a warrior priestess of the goddess of war with the power to turn an enemy's bones to dust with a scream banished for disobeying her goddess's Mm -hmm. command to murder a traveler she prays for forgiveness alone in the mountainside while she is gone raiders raise her village and obliterate the inagi priesthood grieving and alone hessa the last inagi must find the traveler alone for her weakness and secure her place with her loved ones in the high halls Dawn, should we go first with what our rating was of Hall of Smoke? Yeah, we talked about it already. We have the same rating, which 
we it's that's also typical we kind of hover around the same rating so we rated ours a 3.5 we rated ours we rated the book a 3.5 we gave the same rating so did you guys give the same rating um i gave it a four stars actually wow okay Okay. Oh, apparently I really liked it because I did a 4.5 out of 5 because I highly enjoyed it. I was like, this is a good ride. I'm like, I will take it. All right. Well, this will be an interesting discussion. This is good. We like like discussions where um, odds are varying with who likes what. Yes. Because that's what people like. They want to be like, "Mm, I like but she's saying, mm, I don't like what that one's saying over there, but all right. <laughs> the ideal uh, book club for you, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, back when everyone could sit down, you know, in a in a coffee shop and be like, so what'd you think? Hated it, loved it. I don't know. Yeah, all of that. Okay, so for uh, everyone who has been listening to our podcast, we go into our non Spoilers. So our likes and our dislikes right now that we're going to give you guys is going to be non-spoiler. And then when you guys want to hear what else we have to say, we will let you know when it's going to be spoiler part. So right now we're going to do our dislikes. So one of our first dislikes that Don and I both discussed was that we really didn't care about... A, there was just so many gods and other characters that there was this disconnect between um us getting more information on them it was kind of like here's all these different gods for you and oh you're gonna see them for just a hot second you're not really having a personal relationship with them so that was something that her and i really just wanted to see more of because this is such a new world that we have not read it was a breath of fresh air to be able to read something like this so it's like you're giving me all these gods. I'm like, yes, let let me into them a little bit. Why should I be caring about why they're the god of the mountain? You know. So that's that was one of our first dislikes for this book. What about you guys? Um, the fact that the Algate and the Arpa people both had names that started with A <laughs> uh, kept tripping both of us up. Like, because it's not like one of them was constantly an ally. You were, I mean, she was fighting both of them, so it was like, okay, wait, wait, which group are we fighting now? Mm-hmm. I got yeah. both of those confused. I was like, wait, what is it right now? Is it the Arkham? Mm-hmm. Are they bad? No, wait, no, it's not. It's the other one. <laughs> I, I did okay as long as, like, I'm like, okay, so the ones who are, like, the Romans, that's who we're thinking about. We're thinking about the Arpa right now. They're, like, wearing all this nice, fancy armor. And then I'm like, the Elkates, what are they like? Okay, they're kind of like the dramatic tribes coming in from the north kind of a thing. I was, like, trying to sort everybody into what I knew so I could keep things kind of... Because otherwise I was like, I don't know who these people are. Okay, great. Oh, okay, here we go. And it didn't help having all those gods that were for, like, the different groups of people because then, like, okay, well, this guy is a god who's not one of Hesse's gods, but who does he belong to again? Yeah, no, totally agree. Uh, we really, one of the next dislikes that we had is that the this book starts off with a bang. Like, you are just right out of the gates, like, being sucked into this Viking fantasy world with all of these new and old gods, and you're like, yes, I'm all for it. And then it's like, 
the second half gets a little convoluted because you're like, we're still trudging along, still walking through the forest. She's not there yet. (laughs) So that part for us in particular, it was like, it started off so good, at least for for us and our opinions with it. It was like, yes, I was instantly sucked in. And I kind of was like, if I wasn't listening to this halfway and reading it at the same time, I would have gotten lost. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was at oh, a four to five. And then when yeah. uh, I think when the whole thing with that Quintus guy came in there and all those shenanigans started happening, it lost me. And it t- and it took a nosedive because I she didn't really develop those gods as much as we got to learn about Nissin and Hessa and then all of a sudden all these gods come in and I didn't care about them and then I just kind of was like skip reading almost which is usually a bad sign for me do you guys have another dislike? Um, personally I really like reading about worlds that I want to visit and that I'd be interested in, like, living in. And this was not one of those I was going to say, <laughs> you want to live here? <laughs> there's just, there's too many gods. There's too much warfare. I'm just like, mm, no. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, Mo, you were saying that how fickle the gods were. Um, well, in fact, that's one thing. Like, I both like and dislike it because, I don't know if you guys have read the Iron Druid series by Kevin Hearn before. But he brings in, so he's an urban fantasy, but he brings in, like, all these other gods and his, but he brings in not just, like, the Irish gods, but the Norse gods and all these gods. So I'm kind of used to all the gods jumping around. I wouldn't want to live there because the gods are so fickle. Like, they, it was definitely, like, a Xena vibe or, like, a Hercules vibe, and I was like, oh, you know, if Ares is going to come down and be pissed at me, I just don't want to play with him. It's fine. Just go away. Like... <laughs> I don't need human gods to hang out with me. We have too many problems anyway already. (laughs) I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. Let's see. Another one that we had said is that we really felt that, like, I enjoyed Nissian's character. So Nissian is, you know, the traveler that she meets on the road of a, I forget which tribe he is from, because there are so many. You know, but he's fought for the ARPA, correct? Yeah, he's fought in the ARPA mm-hmm. army. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so we we get to know a little bit about that, but he's very withdrawn, and he has this secondary edge to him that is, like, bloodthirsty. It's like, okay, but where did that come from? But we don't really hear his whole entire backstory until, like, way later. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a lot of, like, character development with him which I really feel like if we would have known more about his story it would have made more sense versus just kind of finding out a little bit later I really liked his character I'm like all right what's this dude about I'm all for it come on tell me well I remember there was one point where they tried to like he tried to get her to talk about her experience Uh and she just like completely shot him down I'm like no (laughs) We're, we're all waiting like come on it's the big moment <laughs> it didn't happen yeah no. that was definitely a letdown I was like oh we're gonna have a big reveal no no connections huh don't actually like each other that's fine <laughs> I'm going 
not even like a friendship vibe here. Like, hey, I see you're struggling. Let's talk about you. I mean, you want to let something of that out? No, it didn't happen. Right. He tried so hard. He's like, hey, I saw you went through all this tough stuff. Like, I've gone through a whole bunch of tough stuff. So she's like, no, I'm sorry. I, I can't talk about this. Away with bye you. Bye. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, yeah, I think that that was all of our dislikes, Dawn. Yeah. Was there another one that you wanted to share at all? Or about you guys? That was oh, our that whole was list. Our list. Good. Yep. Okay, cool. We're going to move on to some likes now. Uh, number one for me uh, was I loved this was not a romance fantasy. It was such a breath of fresh air to read it because I feel like a lot of fantasy that we've been reading as of late, there's a always like romance intermixed in and i liked the fact that this was just pure fantasy just mm-hmm. pure fantasy let's focus on the world and the fact that there's all these new gods and old gods fighting it out for who's gonna be the ultimate deity in this world and oh by the way you need all these little people to worship you so then that way you kind of maintain your power like i'm all for that so it was nice to actually not have hessa be a character that you know, after all of her tragedy, to be, like, leaning on a guy, like, oh, I need you, please just be my knight in shining armor to save the day. And I was like, no, that girl got her stuff done. She was not waiting around for no man to come and save her. (laughs) I think the thing we both liked the best was the world building. Um, Because we're huge on world building. It was just, it was on point. All the different peoples and their cultural differences and just the way they'd intermarried over the years was really cool as well because you saw like different hair colors and eye colors that weren't normal in that culture and then like all the different gods and just all of their alliances and their animosities and it was incredibly layered and so well built yeah i was very impressed for 400 pages there was a lot of world built in that Mm -hmm. 400 pages Mm -hmm. And honestly, this was the perfect amount of world building for me. So, like, we read um, Brandon Sanderson's, what was that book that you made me listen to, Abby? That was so freaking long. Um, Something with the colors. What was that one? Some kind of colors. Whatever. It was, like, (laughs) at least 28 hours long. And I'm like, why am I listening to the book? But it was so, like, the world building was so amazing. But this was perfect. This was 400 pages, which I assume is probably 18 hours of world building. That's all I need. I don't need 20. That 10 extra hours is too much for me. Mm -hmm. So I loved it. Yeah, I agree. That's awesome. All right. So another one of our likes was we did like and we read a lot of fantasy. And one thing that I've never read before is where the gods are actually interacting with them and walking among them and officiating weddings. And so that kind of changes the game a little bit when you add that little addition to your story. We've all read stories about gods many, many times, but this one was different just because they could actually talk to them and touch them. (laughs) And, you know, so I, we really like that about this book. Yeah, that was a good one. I really liked the uh, dead wife trope being turned on its head. It was a dead husband instead. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Because that happened in the beginning, and it made this whole, since there was no real romance in this one, it turned it into a fantasy book you would find with a male protagonist, except there was a female protagonist. 
which was okay. really nice. Yeah, I really liked that too. A lot. Another part that we really liked is that I liked the fact that, um, like, Nistian's friendship to Hessa just kind of created a whole new level of, like, what it actually means to have people by you and to, like, just kind of get you through these hard times. There was one part in the book where, you know, she's traveling to find... um, Oh my gosh. Egan? Egani? No. Ing. There you go. (laughs) She's traveling to find Ing, and they're with, I think, Quintus's uh, band of merry men, if you will. And Nissian decides to, like, sleep next to her. Not in a gross way, but, like, just as, like, a comforting, like, friendship there. And it was, like, I really liked that for this whole story because it just showed that like she's going through all of this this grief and this hardship and she's the last of her people you know because they all got massacred and the fact that this one person from a different tribe is like I can see that you're hurting and I'm going to put myself right here just to let you know that I'm here it doesn't matter that we're not from the same tribe of people so we really liked that relationship between the both of them mm-hmm. Yeah, their friendship was really nice. Did you guys have any more likes? So, one weird thing. It's kind of gross, but I also really liked the fact that her period was brought up. Because I always wonder, when you have worlds that are built so well, like, about the really common day-to-day things, right? And I appreciated that it wasn't just brought up, but it actually served a purpose, like, there was a reason it was brought up. It wasn't just like, oh, yeah, by the way, here's the thing. <laughs> or just totally ignored. I it was very creative. Like, I'm like, that is an interesting way to use your period to your advantage. I'm like, note to self, if I'm in a fantasy realm and I have to do something like this, you know, like lead a rep revolution or whatever, that's how I'm going to use my period, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your last line of defense. <laughs> I need to go. That time. It's fine. Don't worry. I'll be back. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that well, that's why I defend. That's why I defense, right? Uh, let's see. I think that's all I had for... Do you have anything else, Don, that you wanted to mention? Um, just, just quickly, the whole questioning faith thing. Like, we've... Once again, we all read fantasy. We've seen that before. But because... Once again, she can interact with the gods. It kind of raises the stakes a little bit because if you have to question your faith in front of your god's face, then then it's, then it totally changes the story. Then what are you going to do when they're like, uh, no, you can't do that or okay, which they didn't do, but you know. So I did like the the spinning of the questioning faith with this world where they have to like, the gods know immediately if you don't want to follow them anymore that was different mm-hmm. i'll say last for us like that the fighting scenes i'm all about a good action scene and i was this author was really good i was really impressed with the way they wrote everything mm-hmm. so definitely if you're looking for a good book with good action this is a book with good action mm-hmm. and it wasn't I, a I was lot actually either impressed for her debut novel like how intense those fighting scenes were like 
Granted, there was a lack of, like, character development in a bunch of the other characters that were, like, dumped into our lap, right? <laughs> but it's like, man, can she write a fight scene? I, like, envisioned Tessa, like, running down the mountain from the temple to see, like, the whole entire village massacred, you know? It's like... And she did it so well where it wasn't, like... You, you weren't going on and on and on for pages of like, and this tree over here had a hole in it right by the old stream. It was very eloquently done where it just flowed so quickly, but you could like envision what it looked like. Yeah. 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 That was definitely a highlight for me. I always am looking because like, I love um, Mercy Thompson um, novels by Patricia Briggs, but sometimes I feel like Patricia Briggs rushes through her action scenes like she has all this build up and you get two pages and I'm like two pages for 300 pages of build up awesome but at least this I was like after this book is an action scene so I was like this is so great I'm like fully engaged (laughs) yeah we don't need character development we have action that's fine (laughs) I'm the exact opposite I don't like fight scenes but this had enough this was this was good, and I actually paid attention to them when I usually skip them. So, I like them. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> I skipped that. <laughs> I skip it. All right, guys. Well, this is our end of our non-spoiler section. So, if you have not read Hall of Smoke by H. M. Long, please hop out now, or else we're going to spoil it for you in five, four, three, two. Yeah, there was lots of lots of gods in this book, like a lot of gods in this book. So, of course, there's going to be a lot of religion. And one thing I kind of wanted to talk about is and I'm noticing, Mo, you keep bringing up these um, adult fantasy books. I know Ashley and I are both like, I don't know what that is because we read mostly YA So for <laughs> so for us, when an author brings up important topics, it's we're like, what is she trying to say here? And so I'm not sure if I don't think I don't think Long is trying to say something with this whole if you don't follow a God, you're damned. I think it's just part of their world. And there is no broader message that she's trying to like whisper to the reader hey you need to be in a religion otherwise you're damned I don't think that's the case but it was really difficult for me to get out of that brain space of what is this author trying to tell their reader so what did you guys think of the you have to have a god or you are damned at least that's what I took from the story I took it as just being part of the world building because in some stories you have lots of gods and you can believe you cannot believe it's whatever so i just took it as like another layer of that world building like if you're not attached to a god you're not going to go to the heaven but there's so many gods to choose from it's like well there's got to be one that's your flavor right (laughs) (laughs) you would think but not even that she was a priestess so she's coming out from a highly religious background from the age she was five and I think she had to be 18 by the time this this whole thing shouldn't went down. So she's been indoctrinated into a religion for 13 years. So of course she's going to be like, "You must have a religion. You have to believe something. You can't believe nothing. Like you, there's walking gods here." Nesson's like, mm, "Yeah, that's whatever. I don't really <laughs> give a crap." 
and I was just like, I don't think there's any like true, like meaning behind it, like any deeper story beyond this was just a story about gods. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And Eventually, you us, and yeah. they were like, so what are they trying to say? Like, what's the ultimate reason <laughs> behind like why Hetza keeps bringing up the fact? Oh, if you don't have your soul tied to a god, you are going to be forever floating in limbo, and your soul will not pass over. Like, so Don and I were like, is it like a Hercules thing? Like, or is it because like their power is spread out? You know, in in between them, you know, because like Aiden literally has just Hessa after Sylvia's or Silva is dead, you know, so it's like as her anchor to the world. So it's like, what does that mean after? Yeah. So, did anybody else <laughs> when Amaskat came on the scene? Not Amaskat, um, Olgum, okay, the god of winter. Yes, which part? Okay. Which part of his of his uh, no. <laughs> When he shows up and he's like, "Just call on me whenever you need help. I'll be there." Did you guys like go in the background like, "No, he won't. He ain't coming. He's lying to your face." <laughs> I literally like just had this moment because Don is always like, "Don't trust no god." Mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> They're shitty. So when he like shows up and he's sweet talking to her, oh my mom abandoned me. She don't love you. She's using you. He's going on and on and on and on and on. And I'm like, this guy is just too good to be true. And he just shows up out of nowhere. Her only son, just right when Hessa needs help. I don't know. He showed up and I basically went. Mm, I trust you about as much as I trust all the other gods, which is about, like, down here somewhere. (laughs) I had no trust vibes for any gods. I was like, I'm like, you guys are just way too reminiscent of Celtic gods and Norse gods. I'm like, "Mm, can't can't trust any of you guys. Sorry. (laughs) You're not. Not good. Yeah, I usually go into any book with never trust the holy man. That's just as soon as there is a monk or a priest or a god, I immediately don't trust them. However, I did fall for Ogum. I didn't fall for Ing. I wasn't falling for that bullshit. But I did fall for Ogum, and sorry, I, I fell for it. Yeah, I was, I wasn't, I wasn't like totally shocked. I wasn't totally shocked when he pulled the okie doke on her, but I was like, oh, okay. Well, I trusted the holy man. That's my fault. <laughs> No, I, I fell for it. I cannot believe that happened. You pulled an Ashley. <laughs> yeah. What did you guys think of Six Knit? Because I did not like her at all. I thought she sucked. What did you guys think of her? Oh my gosh. So <clears throat> I didn't really have an opinion on her until we got to the end and found out what had happened to her. And my general thought was as bad as I feel for Hessa, I feel worse for her. Because, first off, she's got a newborn. And nobody should be having sex for at least six weeks after they have a kid. And her newborn was, like, two weeks old when she was sleeping with this guy. So I'm just like, first off, bad. All around bad. (laughs) And the fact that she had to sleep with him because she felt like that was the only way she could protect her kid. And then he gets her pregnant with another kid. And I'm just like... For the love, can this woman not catch a break? (laughs) 
<laughs> here, have a child. You know, get pregnant with another one. And I remember distinctly, and she was like, well, it took us 10 years. I'm sure nothing took. And the traveler with the two different eyes was like, hmm, or was it? I don't remember for sure, but he, he was like, are you sure you really think? <laughs> and it was like, well, fuck for you. She was all right. I wasn't, like, super attached to her. She was like, you hit a cat. <laughs> I threw a shoe in like, the general direction of a what's cat. What's happening over there? <laughs> it's okay. I was like, wow. <laughs> I tried to get her to go back downstairs where the dog won't bother her, but it's quiet up here. So she's like, oh, can I creep out? Obviously, the dog has left. <laughs> the dog hasn't left yet. She's so dumb. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I wasn't really attached to her. I felt I did feel bad for her, but I was like, meh. Yeah, I wasn't really attached. Just like that story killed me because I am a mom, and so it was like sympathy vibes kind of thing. Like, oh man, really? I literally was just like, well, she wasn't as strong as Hessa was. Poor thing. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know yeah. her man just died. She had to give birth to a child. You know, and it's. It's just her. This girl's lonely. She's got PTSD and postpartum. Like, mm. no wonder she's got all this stuff going on. But I just, it just, you guys bring up a good point, though, where it's like she's got, like, nothing left. Like, she's at the bottom of the barrel. And it's like she was just trying to do what she could just to survive, right? Mm-hmm. So, but yeah. at the same time, I was like... And I'm like, why is Hessa attached to this woman? Is it just because, like, this is the last person? This is the last person. That's from her clan? Is that yeah. what that was? It just got <laughs> me at the end like when they were talking, at the end when they were talking, and Six was just like, you hate me, don't you, or some bullshit. I'm like, oh, God, this girl is, I feel like I know somebody like her, and, ugh. I know <laughs> she was supposed to be the antithesis of Hessa, where Hessa kind of, I mean, she found her own way to survive. Like, there's different ways of surviving. And Six had her way of surviving. And Hessa had her way of surviving. But when she just said, you hate me, don't you? Or something. I was like, oh, my God. This girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was unnecessary drama. <laughs> like, I wouldn't assume my my friends would hate me for that kind of thing. Like, what kind of friends do you have? <laughs> <sighs> Like, 
mm-hmm. what's going on here? Like, you made for an interesting character. But the fact that it just boiled down to, like, she wasn't able to do it because he was a nice person or kind to her, I was like, okay, like, maybe you would change your heart. But then, like, we are tearing up this whole entire world trying to find this dude. And he uh, has these, like, power subduer things, vibes, where she can't use fire against him. And it's like, it's happening. I don't know. Like, I just kind of felt like the whole purpose to seek him out wasn't as thrilling as it should have been. Mm-hmm. I expected her to find him a whole lot sooner and, like, yes. travel with him and find out, like, what god he worshipped and, like, find out more about him so she could figure out why um, Ing wanted him dead. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I was expecting, and I'm just kind of like, and we're still wandering around. And we're still wandering around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. And we kept wandering for a very long time. Yes. <laughs> well, and he captures her, though. Like, his tribe captures her. It holds her prisoner, and the dog bites off her ear, and she is able to get away. And I was like, that would have been the moment where I was like, is he going to, like, take her away somewhere? Because he was also seeking her out. It was a little confusing, because I was like, well, we missed our first chance. Where's the second one? And then we meet Nissi, and they were like, okay, I'm sketched spell figure. Guess we're not, yeah. you know, I don't know. Well, and I totally expected... Um, when he bought her for there to be like more interaction than there was like (laughs) she just like attacked him and then I expected her to wait a little bit longer until she was like stronger and had a better opportunity maybe Mm -hmm. like that's what I would have (laughs) done yeah I was really invested in this relationship and then he just like poof out of the story and then we got all this God stuff. And once again, that's where it lost me. And so when he came back into the story, I was like, that's it? I mean, it was a it was a pretty good switcheroo because once again, we read a lot of YA. And in YA, they always fall in love with the guy they're supposed to kill. I, I, I freaking hate that. So I was just like, I was like, okay, I know this woman is not going to do that. What is she going to do with this character? And I... I I liked it, but it wasn't enough. I was more focused on, I just called him O, because I can't pronounce that word. I was just focusing on her and O, (laughs) and I wanted more of that dynamic and less of, you need to change to my God, and then I got this kid, and then, yeah, all that other stuff. I didn't care about that. (sighs) So, was anyone... Where's that baby? Someone go over, find that baby. I don't care about any other God, anyone else. Where's that child? I was panicking, and I was like, I was on my um, tablet, like, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to do it. Search. Search for the name. Okay, fine. He, he comes back later. Okay, we're fine. Okay. If I had paperback, I would open him and like, where's that child? I know where that child is right now. <laughs> it's how you know you're a mom when you're like, the, two, you're, the two-week-old, has anybody seen him? <laughs> he's, he's <laughs> the two-week-old is stuck in the water. What the crap? Who cares if the gods are off fighting on the on the hillside? It's fine. They'll they'll survive for Kai. We don't care. <laughs> they'll work it out. It's cool. Where's the kid? <laughs> we, we obviously have priorities. Yes. <laughs> what about uh so 
I found it interesting that Olga and like as shifty as that homeboy was, what when Hessa was being poisoned by Quintus, right, to uh, be able to find where Aang was and everything like that and to bring her forth so that they could kill him, her and, you know, blah, 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 move on with their people. I found it interesting that, that she was able to go into, like, the house of the gods, basically, to revive herself, to be able to, like kind of store up all of this like energy that she's eating that's supernatural to be able to take it back with her and it's like all of the newer gods were like don't let them know that you've been taken from our table because like someone gonna find out that you're not dying quickly here and you're continuing <laughs> to uh, revive yourself and you're fine when you who should have been taken out a long time ago? Because there were multiple gods, multiple gods that were kind of that were like, go back, make sure that you're like storing it up for this big fight that's going to happen with the Van- Evander. Is that who it is? Th- Thyvander? The Vander? A and some other things. Yeah, I don't know how to say it. Late June God, whatever. The big bad god. Which I still found interesting because I was like, so who, what do you do? Like, do you just, like, take the embodiment of another god? Like, what is your purpose here? It's highly confusing. <laughs> highly confusing. But I still liked it. I had no opinion on that. <clears throat> I thought it was very interesting lore because it kind of made sense about how the Marie, um, no, Marie, M-I-R-I, um, how the like the demigods were created. It's like, well, you know, the more that you spent time in the wherever the hall of smoke was, the more you gained all these powers, and then you ate the food, so mortals could also become a demigod essentially. And it's like, and that's why they wouldn't let anyone eat it. And I was like, oh, she's sneaky, but also, yeah, everyone telling her, everyone, uh, do they know you've been eating that? She's like, no, and someone else tells her, she's like, no, no one knows I'm eating anything, go away. But everybody knows. Everybody knows what's going on. Oh. I would say, if anything, this this book was a little brutal. Like, if you know, whoever's listening, you have not read the book. This, this book, I thought, was pretty dark, pretty brutal. Like, just the slaughter of the algets and everything, and how she walked in that one village and everyone was strung up or mutilated. And I was just like, ugh. It reminds me a lot of the Poppy Wars. I- I don't know if you guys have read that one or not um but that's also a very dark fantasy like this is about the same genre i was kind of like oh this is real sad and i'm like keep going let's <laughs> bypass this part if you're, not actively, if you're not actively killing someone i want to hear about death goodbye you know mm-hmm. keep flipping. yeah it was it was interesting to me the amount of like uh violence gore and like genocide that there was in this book like some like hardcore trigger warnings if you're not wanting to read something like that it's like just so you know she walks into a few villages like this and you can pretty much like i don't know i, I felt like i was like standing there with her and i was like oh, just don't think about smell just don't think about smell not being there and everything like that it's fine <laughs> just yeah by about by about like the third village she walked into like that i was like how are there 
any people left to fight. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, all of her people are dead, and all of these people are dead. Like, who's fighting? (laughs) Who's left? (laughs) I envision this world, like, really small. Like, the, let's just do, like, Ireland or Scotland, for example. Like, just this very small plot of land. (laughs) So it's like, and she's going from village to village. I'm like, how many more people are there? It feels like there's only two, like, big groups left, and they're kind of, like, waiting to duke it out, like, until we get to the middle here with this big, giant lake that's also the lake that can kill a god as well. Oh, nobody told us that <laughs> until we got there. Yeah. Up in the mountains, yep. Yeah. I know, it was, uh... I have to say, though, for the fact that we walked through this world for so long, that end scene, like was definitely worth it to, to see both, like, Ogum and Aang, like, fighting it out to the death, basically. Yeah. You know, and everybody else, like, kind of standing off to the side of little peon people, like, oh, I don't want to die over here, it's fine. Everyone's <laughs> just over here watching, like, let's take bets. Who's going to win this battle? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Let, let's remove Ings fire from you while this is happening here. What is that? Oh, that like, was weird. That was a weird scene. I'm like, yeah. what are you yeah. doing? Like, why she did it, but I'm like, you went from, this guy is poisoning you and you need to get away from him, but then you're like, hey, can you, like, take away the fire now? Okay, thanks. And I was like, why are we doing this again? Like, just, just keep it for yourself. But I know that she had to do it. Otherwise, she could have been or Ing could reincarnate herself through her, and then we would have lost Hessa. But whatever. I understand. It was weird. Mm-hmm. I felt like Hessa's, like, change of heart, like, was sometimes, like, very 180 spins. Like, all of a sudden, she's like, I'm following you, and then it's like, nope, nope, I don't, I don't want to be a part of your line anymore. Count me out. It's fine. And then she's still doing it because it's like she's been raised as a priestess since she was five to worship this god. You know, so she's still, like, struggling with that back and forth. I don't know. It was just, like, the moments that were chosen to do stuff like that, I was like, what? Are you, like, having, like, an epiphany moment in the middle of all of this? Like, oh, hey, let's do this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was very reminiscent of a college freshman trying to pick the, um, their major, (laughs) and they kept flip-flopping around. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, indeed. All right. Was that our discussion of the ending? This is a standalone, right? I think it is. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, there is another book coming out by the author in the same world, but it's not connected from what I've read. Interesting. Okay. There's more about it. I think she wrote it about about it, right? Didn't H.M. Long write about it on Goodreads? I think she stated something that there might be another book. But not, it's not going to be, like, Hessa's story or anything like that. Like, this is a complete thing alone on its own. Okay. Cool. It is Temple of Oh God. It is set in the same world as Hall of Smoke. And that's all that's been released. (laughs) Okay. Well, guys, do you guys have any, like, final thoughts of the book? It was a good read. 
Mm-hmm. Very, like, good for the battle scenes, and it's not one I'll ever reread, I don't think. But, I mean, it was good. I'm really happy to support, like, a brand new author, because, you know, I'm sure, I don't know about you guys, but I hope someday to inspire to be an author. And I hope someone out there says, hey, this look, this book looks great, and then talks about it. And I just like that. I like to be able to be like, this is your first book. You did a good job. I'm like, I liked it. I'll come read another one of yours. Yeah. I have to say, for a debut, this was... I read a lot of debuts, and man, especially debut fantasy, can be lots, lots of misses and a little bit of hits. But I... She's she did pretty well for a debut adult fantasy. I thought it was a pretty good debut. I'd read something else mm-hmm. by her. I would too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so if you guys have not checked out HM Long, any of you listeners, please do. She is definitely worth your time and give her some of that support for being a debut author. Well, Miss Abby and Mo, we really appreciated you guys being on our podcast, and we hope to do many more collaborations with you guys. So if you guys have not listened to any of their episodes, please do. They are the Book Life Podcast, and you can catch them anywhere that you get your podcasts from, and they are also on Instagram. But until next time, we'll catch you in the next podcast. Bye-bye.